Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This meeting is now called to order in line with the purpose of rights, long-standing policy of the government and in compliance with the Open Public Meetings Act. I would advise you to add a notice to this registered meeting. It was sent to the Esri Park Press and other local newspapers on January 10, 2023. In each instance, the date, time, and location of this meeting was provided in the notice. This meeting is open to the public. Oral call. House members be here. Here. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Booker. Here, we have Catalano. Sam, can you speak? Wait a minute. Well, I see he has online. Uh, I don't think he's on. Okay. Uh, Gorman. Here. Here. And Mom. Here. And Mayor Kelly is here. All right, well, we'll begin with remarks from the audience. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, does anybody in the crowd, does anybody in line like to be heard? Just please state your name and address and you can address the governing body for up to three minutes. Is there anybody? Anybody can speak today? Just reporting the rest of there. Got it, Jeff. Thanks. All right, so the first item actually we're going to potentially hold off until later in the meeting or another day. So ordinance. 17 and 2023 is ended. We're just going to skip over that for now. And then yeah. maybe, we may review it later. Maybe we'll come back to it. All right, and then we are on to items for discussion. The first one is the demonstration uh, from the TextMyGov people. And uh, I believe, is that Terry? Who's the Joe uh, notes and presenting today? Well, well, Josh is was supposed to join. I don't know if he's there. He's not. He's not. All right, so the first two items will carry today and later in the meeting. So moving on, Joe, to capital projects update. We have three items. Uh, I know Erwin wants to speak to the Army Corps uh, meeting. Yep. Um, may as well go ahead, Councilman. Okay, this will be quick. Um, so on November 20th, there was an Army Corps of Engineers meeting. It was a webcast, which was also supported by the Department of Environmental Protection. Um, there's not going to be any surprises, this is not going to be any good news either. Um, Jason Shea is the Army Corps of Engineering Project Management Manager, uh, and Glenn Golden for the Department of Environmental Protection. This particular webcast was around the Seabright to Nanisquan Beach Replenishment Program. That's managed out of the Army Corps of Engineers New York District. Right? Philly and New York are both close by. But they did a pretty good job during the webcast. There were about 40 people who attended. Um, the focus of the meeting was clearly around the Seabright to Manasquan uh, Beach, and it's divided into two sections. Um, obviously, we're the northernmost section. If anybody's interested in actually seeing the presentation, which is an audio link as well as the charts, all you have to do is Google search Seabright to Manasquan Beach Replenishment, and it's the first thing that comes up <coughs> on the search. Um, so what they basically said in a nutshell was about an hour. But what they basically said is, based on surveys that they've been doing and plans that are in place, their primary focus at this point in time is Monmouth Beach and Elbow, which is no surprise to any of us. Several of us have spoken to the Army Corps and the Department of Environmental Protection before. And the reason for that is, according to them, that's been a long planned activity, and both of those areas have been hit worse than other areas along the Jersey Shore. Now, we see the Monmouth Beach activity clearly because we see the pipe in the Shrewsbury River and the pumping that's going on there. And Elberon is also part of that project. That's going to be ongoing for a while. 
They also went into a discussion about various means of trying to reduce beach erosion. Things like jetties, offshore man-made reefs, beach burning, and different methods. All of us have seen things you can put in the ocean to try to capture the sand. And after a long discussion about the various alternatives, they basically said we're not recommending any of those. So there's nothing significant that they see on the horizon that would diminish the way they presently do the beach replenishment, which is clearly even just pumping from somewhere and you know, entering the harbor or out of the river itself. Um, they didn't favor any approach. They didn't comment on any of them. They said they study them. And, and, and one person asked the question, I see them all over the place. I see them down in Florida. I see them in Hawaii. And they basically said, based on the nature of our flow and the way it operates, they haven't envisioned one that would actually make much of a difference. So they're not planning any capital projects of significance to put things in place to try to stop it. They talk about continuing to pump the sand. So I wasn't satisfied, obviously, so I asked them four questions. They were very accommodating for the questions. There were probably 25 questions asked. The first one I said was, with, with the significant erosion that's presently occurring on Seabright Beach, is there any plan or commitment for Seabright replenishment? The answer was no. Uh, they said they continually monitor things. The Army Corps of Engineers will continue to monitor it. And if we have any major problem, we should report it to the Army Corps of Engineers and the Department of Environmental Protection. I basically told them in some sections, we're starting to see this, the, the ocean come up to the seawall. And I tried to alarm them a little bit during the conversation to basically say and it's going to undermine the seawall, which was put in place by the Army Corps of Engineers. So hopefully, you're, you're watching it closely. But we had spoke with them in person a while ago. We asked them the same question when they visited the beach. John, you were there, if you remember, and Sam was there also. They presently have nothing on the books scheduling Seabright in the near term. They said it's a six to seven year cycle. We had our last replenishment about two years ago. If everything holds, it'll probably happen in another three to four years. Unless, and they always put it this way, unless catastrophe hits, and then the Army Corps of Engineers will come in and, and, and remedy the situation like they did in the past, post Sandy. Um, the second question I asked was, does the Army Corps or Department of Environmental Protection monitor the content and quality of the sand dredged from the Navasink and Shrewsbury River? Because we all know that that's what's happening right now. We all know there's the potential <coughs> for sediment or contamination or other things in that dredge that may not be favorable. Their answer was, yes, they constantly monitor it. They have people that look for contaminants, quality, grain size, uh, and color. And if they see anything out of whack, they stop dredging in that location and they go somewhere else until they find out it was sand. So we know that what's coming up on the beach south of us is a different color, right? It's river sand instead of beach sand. Maybe it washes out over time. Um, but they said that all of their testing indicates that what they're presently dredging is fine. Um, you see the long pipe that sits in the Shrewsbury River. They're taking it all the way from as far north as you can in town and picking it up incrementally along the way. Um, the next question I asked, and it's something I'm always concerned about, is what happens when crisis hits somewhere else in the country, Louisiana, Hawaii? What happens to the funding at Army Corps of Engineers? Because it's not in, you know, in the bucket. They said that the Army Corps of Engineers has seen adequate funding for the New Jersey shore replacement, and they don't expect to see any problems in the near term on critical projects that require funding. So they claim that the Jersey shore replenishment has not been, and they don't expect it to be hit by problems in other parts of the country yet to be seen. The last question I asked him is, what's the duration of congressional legislation to continue New Jersey replenishment? It was a 50-year program that was put in place in the 40s, and, and it goes out to, um, I'm sorry, the 90s, not 40s, uh, out to 2047. So they said, right now, if nothing else changes, they plan to maintain that program 
2047 on a six to seven year cycle, putting aside any crisis. So the bottom line of the meeting, like I said, it went about an hour long. No plan and commitment on the books for our replenishment. The only thing I guess I can say is we'll see what happens with the sand that's going on Long Beach, because it tends to come our way anyway. So hopefully we can get some help. That's what Elmer on, I guess. What's that? That's what Elmer on. Elmer on. Yeah. Could it's like right there. Yeah, it's further <laughs> away, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, longer. So that's it, unless there's any questions. I just had, uh, I talked to, uh, to Jeff. Jeff, you uh, Yeah, he's listening. Uh, uh, he was recently appointed to. What was the uh, committee you've been appointed to, Jeff? It was the uh, Jersey Shore Partnership. And I thought if we were working with him, I think we should try to establish a little better working relationship, long-term relationship with the Army Corps and uh, Frank Long, as a representative. Uh, one I like to make with them is that Seabright is the most exposed of all the communities down in the North Coast of Shore. In the Superstorm Sandy, we were devastated. Whereas Long Beach, Long Branch, deal down there, it was a coastal factor. But the Seabright coastal factor is the town. And uh, I think, again, we could establish a, a little better working relationship with them. And maybe working through Jeff uh, on his uh, community appointment he has. That's just my thought on that. Anything else? Yeah, Jennifer. The other thing. Did yeah. anything come up about, like, Testing like incubators, like I, I know they've they've evaluated other ideas and they don't see anything. But are they open to the idea of like out of the box, just certain towns, municipalities saying we want to test some ideas? Well, they they didn't say that specifically, Heather, but what they did show a variety of different diagrams of type of mitigating structures. Yeah. And um, they did not speak favorably of any of them. Right. So my, my guess is if we went to them, unless we had something that was revolutionary we've never seen before, they had about eight or nine different things that we could do. And they said they don't believe any of them would make much of a difference here. I find that hard to believe personally, but you know, that's what these people do, right? That's what their profession is. So, you know, if we have an idea that's different and novel and we bring it to them, maybe they would be receptive to it, but they did have quite a few different alternatives. The only other thing I would add, not from this call, is when Sam, John, I think it may have been Jeff also, and I met with uh, Army Corps of Engineers and DEP. We asked them whether or not we could do any scraping, moderate scraping, to re recreate burns where they're lost. And you may remember the comment they made. They basically said, you can do no scraping anywhere on the beach unless you apply for a permit. And if you apply for a permit, it will take at least a year and a half to get reviewed after which time the answer will probably be no. And also, we can't apply for the permit because they've not approved our uh, municipal public access plan yet. Remember, he was, yeah. he, he said, what do you mean? And I said, you've had it for, how long have they had it? A year? Longer than I can remember. <laughs> so, I mean, there's nothing encouraging that came out of this, and a lot of this stuff is based on it. Yeah, five to ten year plan. A lot of this stuff. I'm used to army contract. That's what I expect. Government contract. I didn't hear that. Years in advance. Especially locally, we'd love that yearly replenishment, but it's just not a reality. No. It's a, but thanks for the update on that. Yep, no problem. Um, just quick. So, all right, so we wrapped up the 2A, and that's when we come back to the questions afterwards. But on attorney advice, we're going to pivot back to the ordinance number 17. 
um, just from a timing stance. So we'll bang that out, hopefully, and then we'll come back to the on the agenda if that's what you guys. So switching back to ordinance introduction for ordinance number 17, 2023, and ordinance vacating portions of service streets known as South Street, River Street, Memorial Block 13, Lot 17 and an unnamed street proper place and accepting the location of certain streets known as proposed front street and proposed lot 13, lot four in the borough of Seabright County of Monmouth. Would anyone like to make a motion to introduce ordinance number 17, 2023? So, okay. All right, council members Bieber? Yes. Booker? Yes. Catalano? Yes. Gorman? Yes. Killer? Yeah. And Lonnie? Yes. All right, Ordinance 17 2023 has been introduced. I think we would also need to uh, sign a resolution for a special meeting on the 28th, uh, December 28th, uh, 7 p.m., unless you want to change the time. It was 8.30 8 a.m. We're going to do it at 8.30 in the morning. 8.30 a.m. We'll do 8.30 a.m. Yeah. And we can do a call into that for anybody. <coughs> we can't sure. one item agenda for a special meeting. It'll simply be the public hearing, uh, not So, will we have a um, make it just remote, or should we? I'm sorry. Some people want to attend in person. Should I make it just virtual, or like oh. a regular meeting like this? I guess. And are you any opposed to making it virtual? I mean, it's only going to be a one, probably one quick vote meeting. Anybody that allows public attendance virtually? Right. Yeah. Yes. Anybody opposed? No. John. All right, good. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, virtual or Okay. So I guess that would be, let's see, would anybody like to make a motion uh, for resolution uh, establishing a special meeting on December 18th at 8.30 a.m.? December 28th. I'm sorry, December 28th. 8.30 8.30 a.m. to, uh, for a public address ordinance 17, 2023. I'll make a motion. Thanks, John. Second. Mm -hmm. All right, thanks, John. Council members Beaver? Yes. Booker? Yes. Catalano? Yes. Warren? Yes. Bueller? Yes. And Lonnie? Yes. All right. So, All this guys. So, yeah, that'll be a, a remote okay. call at 1 8, 28, 28, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, you know what we can do so we don't get too far back. We'll come back to 2B in a bit. We'll go back to other items for discussion that text like a demonstration. Is that Josh? Yes. All right, Josh, uh, we're back to your agenda item if you are free to speak and uh, the floor is yours. It will be muted. Do we have to mute it? He's okay now. Yes, good morning. How are you guys doing? Well, doing well, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Good. Yeah, appreciate it. I am. One second, she's on a, the hotline. Sorry, this has to take care of We're getting a messenger to pick up the ordinance, so it can be in 15 minutes, so we can get a public stuff on it. Hey, Josh, you're coming through partially muffled. I don't know if you have a different mic you can use, but it's a little hard to understand you. We didn't even get the descriptions until 4 o'clock next time. Not much of a difference. 
got that or? I'm not as familiar with go to meeting. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. If you click on him, <laughs> anyone familiar with GoToMeeting? It's not my thing. Oh, wait. Let's see setting. Here we are. Yeah, Josh. Be right with you, Josh. <laughs> Mayor, 2B and C are, are relatively easy, um, only because uh, the LEAP grant has been renamed to the School Regionalization Efficiency Program grant. Um, so that's the grant we'll be applying for with Atlantic Highlands and Highlands to find a review or an additional update of our existing um, regionalization study. So that's what C is. It's a request for proposals from consultants to update our study. Um, if you remember, we were, that's what we were fighting the state over sure. last time. So we're going to do it right this time. Sounds good. Um, and those are the two items there. In addition to that, uh, Greg Blash and I uh, met with uh, Dave uh, Barley and Rob and we went over our capital plan for uh, 2023. Uh, Greg has gotten me some proposals um, for, to, to do the work, the relining of the sewer on Ocean Avenue downtown, the pole barn for lack of a better term, and, uh, and Greg, the pump station at the, uh, the, the new project, and there was a street. Our road program. So I think we're kind of on board for that. We're ready uh, to go. We couldn't do anything now because of the end of the year. So Mike Baskin was part of that after the meeting. I, I updated Mike. And uh, a couple of them, we have $130,000 for the relining downtown, not enough. It's 250 or something. So uh, we're going to need a bond for that and the additional funding to get that done because someday the DOT is going to drive in here and start repaving. We just don't know when. I mean, last time they just showed up. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they they started picking. So we want to get that one done first. Um, and um, so so we're going to need additional funding for that. And, you know, we, we keep talking about the pole barn, but you're seeing more and more stuff out in the parking lot because they're all just, there's no other place to put it. So, Greg, uh, uh, once you get the green light on the building a year, Selected uh, applicant. I, I, I think he said that the. Oh, wait, hang on. He did say how long it would take to conduct it. What I'm worried about is the leave plan period of time. Because if that takes six, 12 months to get approval on, we're stuck in the water. I don't know what the lead time is, to be perfectly candid. 
Because ideally, we'd all love to get this on the next November referendum. Yes. And our original contemplation was it's going to be $35,000. Porzio's going to do it. We'll be done. And here's the data. And by spring of next year, it's all done. Now we're taking a different path. We're, we're, we're applying for the LEAP grant. I, I think we're probably we very eligible for it because the Commissioner of Education um, it, it, told it, us to do it. What? Yeah, we had some argument there. We applied for it. It was after the fact, and they did give it to us. Um, their, their only bugaboo was we, we didn't go out for RFPs for the study. We went out for RFPs for our educational attorney consultant, but uh, they, they didn't accept that. And then in the end, they they, uh, they agreed to do it. Um, I, I think we're probably good. I, I, I'll, I'll check on that. Yeah, a call. Um, Thank you. And uh, I think that I think that's about it. The only other project is the Ocean Avenue relining in South Beach, a continuation of the project we did two or three years ago with Rumson. It's a joint project with Rumson. Um, Bill White from uh, Colliers started that project. He's going to finish it, um, and uh, Rumson's ready to go. So we'll need some funding in place to finish. It's not really even going to finish it. It's going to do a section from a certain number of manholes down. Eventually, we'll, both us and Rumson will have to get to the, the pump station in Monmouth Beach. Does Rumson have a date? For what? I'm sorry. We're, we're doing this section of it. So they're all right with that? Mm -hmm. We've had meetings, and we've all been there. Uh, we're, they took the lead on the last one. Remember that was an emergency, and we'll uh, we will uh, take the lead on this one, and we split it 50-50, even though flow's not 50-50. But that's the deal. And that's all I have on capital programs. And I think our clerk is free. Well, I gotta look at something. But how do we share the screen with Josh? I don't know. I have never done this before, so yeah. let's. See. Well, let's grade it out. I was looking for it. When I figure out how to do it. Screen. Yes. Does it Candace do that all the time? She shares she doesn't her use screen, screen. not have letting someone else share. Which one are we sharing? Josh. No, we're trying to get you in there. Okay. Looks like you took the go to the people on the top right hand side and just go to my name and just get me um, presenter. I'm not sure you need the ability to share my screen. Schedule, unfortunately. Okay. Um,
What's the workshop in January, hmm? Chris? Um, I don't. We don't have the dates set. Yet. We didn't set the dates yet. Oh, that's right. Coming again. It's going to be expressed today. Wednesday. You can stay on the stay on the call, but Josh. Yeah. I think we, it'd be better for you and better for us if we reschedule to the next workshop, which will be which will be in January, and uh, Councilman Lamia or I will contact you and let you know the date. Is he even on there? Because we haven't set the we haven't set the date for next year yet. We're going to do that. Is he on the video? So I'm sorry for the inconvenience. If he's just video, you're not going to be able to. Uh, and that's all we got. It was a pretty decent one, but we have a lot going on there. We have training all afternoon today, and the 
Chief, thanks for switching over to Long Branch for the Sixers. It's going to save us a lot of money. Absolutely. How's it going? So far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. Summer times will be really challenging. Some times we'll just have to figure it out. But um, yeah, it'll be challenging in the summer time on certain days. We, we definitely know that. Yeah. Good. Thank you for doing that. Anything else? Yeah, she's good. <laughs> good. 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 Six hundred thirty-five as of twenty minutes ago. Here today. Here today. Um, we did our final last burn, uh, live burn, last week to maintain the clients. So that's done. We're getting ready for our refreshers, which is uh, the annual Kyosha uh, uh, requirements. That'll be in January. Recruitment drive should kick off probably the first week in January also, um, just to get the seasonal program back up and going. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, we had our final elections last night at Walter, so I'll get that over to the clerk today. The rework. Um, Chad, what's the Monmouth County MOU? So that is, I sent that to everybody's attention via email. Um, with my side job as a fire coordinator with the fire marshal office, uh, it's a position of the sheriff's office, um, to utilize a road vehicle. Um, the quick pro quo that is three tanks yeah. of fuel, yeah. monthly, provided by the county and their homes. Okay, that's helpful. Um, and we're going ahead with the mutual aid agreement with Long Branch for next year? So, I mean, obviously I had that discussion with, with Mr. Baskin, but uh, it seemed that way. Um, it was so, for those that aren't familiar, we had the fire two weeks ago, up in the block. Um, Long Ranch was dispatched for our, our regular policy. Um, the conversation we had back in May with their VA um, was that this year was going to be washed. We are concerned about this year because we didn't appropriate any funds to cover the cost. Um, and that came from, from Mr. Baskin. We had a conversation with their VA. He was good with it. Um, his words are, we provide them with enough aid where he wasn't concerned about the seabird. Um, our fire truck's down there right now as I speak to you. That's where I, I was late, that's where I was coming. Um, like I told Mr. Rooney yesterday, it's an anomaly for us to have two fires in town in a year. Um, doesn't usually happen. And in my opinion, my professional opinion, it, it's cheap insurance. Um, it was nice that we got that bill because it gave us a preview of what, what the cost was going to be. They sent us a bill uh, uh, erroneously. Yes. Um, their finance department sent it. Not so knowing. Seven hundred. They're just shy of seven. Six seventy-five. I think. Six seventy-five. I think. What is that? Six hundred seventy-five dollars. That's their overtime to backfill their firehouse. While they're here. Funny. To the event that just happened. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. I. I, I said, what? What's this? We didn't even sign the end of the agreement yet. What's Chad called. Six seventy. Yeah. Chad called over and. Uh, and then it was him. They're gonna. That's very good insurance. In my opinion. Yeah. Just, just to be clear, what you're saying is we had an example of what we're proposing to do next year. Yes. The event that occurred. Yes. They erroneously sent us a bill. Yes. But we can figure out what it would be on something like that. Right. And there's no way to cost other than what you just described if an event like that happens, covering the overtime for those folks. But that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I looked at yesterday. Just, that's all, all the fire. 
There's no fixed cost of 1090 yeah. or plus. No, 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 no. 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 monthly cost, right? No, it's per. It's, it's, it's almost per year. Right, yeah. And were they there at like the beginning? They were there the whole time? Yeah, they pulled up. So our ladder truck was actually at the Long Branch pump when this whole thing happened. They pulled up at the same time. We had we had a number of uh, departments there, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. What did you have to say this morning? You truck down right? They're there right now. They're they're in a house fire delivery street. So and then there's three guys back in the parking right now. Chief, can you comment? Do you have any experience on the Long Range shoe yet? Is that what you meant by pump or something else? Yes. So what's how's that going? So the the, the concept's fine. Um, the the only concern I have is like what happened uh, at the 300 block. Our ladder truck. Long Branch. We have a house fire in the 300 block with a, with a worker trap on the roof. You mean fueling up? Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay, other than that? Other than that, it's, it's working out. It's just, it, that's just the one, and it was it was the one thing we always talked about, it's and it's like, it's yeah. never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. And then two weeks into the agreement, and yeah. Yeah, it's really bad in a way. But <laughs> it is what it is. It, it's thank you. It's crazy. It's good. And Joe, what did we think we were going to save a gallon close to a buck or something like that? Maybe no, I think it's 30 cents. Oh, 30 cents. It was 10,000 a year. That's about the savings we anticipate. That's great. Thanks. All right. Actually, thanks. Real, real, real quick. Sure. Um, it's coming up on fair season. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on my company. I'm having a little bit of a problem with the wheat that we had to use last year mm -hmm. because none of the live companies are here. Do we? So I was going to bring this up. Is that a good time for us? Do we like that time of year? No, right? Do we need it in the fall? We don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. Yeah, I mean, by the time paid parking ends, it starts to get cold. Right. And when paid parking starts. What about further out, like after Monmouth Beach? It's the end of September. That's it's, not good. You know, that, it's it's so different than the beginning of May. The weather is okay. But um, I, I don't know if it's a possibility to move it back to the weekend prior um well the weekend prior was that just getting ready prepping for beach like opening day it, it was paid parking yeah and public works really you know they're they're getting gearing up for memorial day and they pretty much have to have to drop everything to set up for the fair and get it ready so either way, I'm, I'm having I'm running into an issue finding a live company that can do it the, the week before, which was the issue we had. So we'd be looking at the week of May 9th and 12th. That's so not nine through 12 or whatever the following weekend is. Both nine of them. Through, yeah, well, nine through 12, I'm having, I'm having an issue. Yep. Getting a rock company. So the one that thought they were able to do it, who's from New Jersey, she can. Okay. Um, everybody else I've talked to is either booked or they're not in New Jersey yet. They mm -hmm. come in the following weekend to prep for the Memorial Day. So, so um, Memorial Day is on the 27th? 27th. So the 16th, and you said you were having trouble the following weekend, the 16th through the 19th? Uh, I haven't tried that yet because I, I know last year it was a little, there was a little bit of contention whether we could use a lot or not. Um, so I, I, whatever you guys allow me to do, I'll do. But it's going to be a little tough to, to get rides for that weekend prior, so. 17th and 18th, 19th. 16th, 17th. Yeah, it'd be 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th. It's going to be hard to get it for that weekend? No, that weekend shouldn't be a problem because they will start getting here that DW, week. it's a town question. 
Yeah, it's, it's paid parking and uh, I mean, we, we have time. I just I'm just bringing it up now because there's something you have to start thinking about. I gotta do the special events and all that other stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. um I would like to start working on that this month coming. I mean, do we know how much money we bring in in that beginning not I'm sure we I'm sure John knows Yeah, John knows decent amount. amount. Decent amount. September is totally out. I mean, I, I can do it in September. It's not a problem. I, I just, I, I work with that. It's whatever you guys allow me to do. Um, I, I can't run with Mama Beach's Fair. No, of course. So it would be the last weekend in September. It's the same as the first weekend in, in May. Like the, the weather's weather. So if you, if you guys want me to push it to the end of the season, I, I can do that. I just have to start seeing what the ride companies are and everything else. So I think it'd be the crew just to give them a call. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been going back and forth with a couple of them because I'm, I'm trying to, I know last year there was an issue with us, so we moved it, and I'm, I'm trying to kind of work into that same thing. It's just I'm, I'm having a rough time, so. Well, the, the, the September, it solves our problem. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. solve your problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, so the parking is done. And Public Works is the summer, you know, the season's basically. Yeah, the biggest problem we run into is that a lot of these ride companies use people from other places, and they don't get here and get their work visas or whatever until like the week after the fair that we ran last year. So uh, that was the problem we had with our ride company was he couldn't fulfill two contracts because he didn't have people, and that's why we added inflatables. So. September is good for staff. September should be. I'll make some phone calls on the back end. Once that start it's that time. So I mean, we'll be we're looking at September nineteenth, twentieth, nineteenth to the twenty second. I don't know when Monmouth Beach is. Usually the last weekend. Usually yeah, the last weekend. weekend. I think I thought there were weekend after Memorial Day. Or Labor Day. Because beach parking ends on the fifteenth. So then we'd go into, we'd have that next, the upcoming, because the 15th is a Sunday next year. So then it would go into the 19th to the 22nd. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look into it. I'll get back Should we also look into the May 16th? Or no, because that's too tight. Well, that's up to those guys if they want to. All the works will be able to swim it. Okay, so no. So we'll look at September, right? All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll whatever they get on Thank you. We'll make sure. Um, as, uh, Brian, I, uh, Mayor, I think I mentioned to you that uh, when John and I met with Public Works Department uh, a week or so ago, and we thought it'd be prudent for Public Works to give a, a short presentation at these meetings, like like uh, police. So, are you Dave sick today? Are you? Yes, I have. Okay. Come on up.
solutions with them. Uh, also looking into new trash cans for around this main lot here. Some of the ones over in the gravel lot are starting to get old. We can use clean communities and the tonnage grant money for that. Um, we had a notice about the planners around town. We think we have a solution for them. So while we're doing beach lockers, we're gonna start working on them to repaint them, clear coat them so they don't rust and cause issues going forward with the people who donate all of the, the plants and everything to us. So there's a little miscommunication between our department and them. And you guys are, whatever you decide, it's clear with them to make sure they're cool with it. Yeah. So they originally told us that they were taking care of them. Of all the plants, we don't have to water them, we don't have to touch them, they're coming in to do them. And then the complaint that we got was that the planters don't look up to their standards, so we, if you tell us not to touch it, we're not going to touch it. I don't want to screw your business up and whatever it is. Um, the new tractor and mason dome quotes are in, I believe. Just on that point, we're, we're aware that there's no funding at the moment for them to bring back, right? Okay. To bring what back? The, the, the plant. To the flowers and take care yeah, of Yeah, so far. The, there, there is funding. We have a clean communities grant. Okay, then that. But John and I went over that the other day. So we can yeah. use that because yeah. the, the funding that was coming in is on pause right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the capital improvements for the Ocean Avenue line was already touched on. The trash rack that was broken at the River Street pump station has been fixed. Um, when that originally broke, it broke one of the suction pipes on one of our pumps. Everything's working fine, everything's good but they're gonna to have to go a little bit more in depth on fixing everything. So Greg's working on that with the company who came out to fix the trash rack. They're gonna give us a price on fixing that. We have new valves for the middle pump station that are in. We're just waiting for a time from pump <coughs> to come out and install them. Um, preventative maintenance on all of our vehicles is complete. All of our stuff is now out of the South Street garage. Uh, we have some minor stuff in there that's getting moved out currently and then um, all of our winter equipment's up and running so we're a little ahead of schedule on that but that's always a good thing to be ready just in case one of these random storms hits so um, other than that we're looking into a new sol uh, software that would allow us to track pretty much everything within the public works other departments can get on it um, if anybody wants to know a little bit more about that we can talk later and what would that do for us? Uh, so it's pretty much asset tracking, and I would be able, we put really whatever we want to track on it, we can track. So there's a projects tab where somebody can set a project for public works. Every time that something gets done, it'll notify you that it's done. There's also a citizen complaint um, tab that they can do if we wanted to add that in. Um, I told him it might not be right now, but that might be next year type of thing. So they would get notified every time that somebody complains. We would get it, the clerk would get it, anybody who wants to get it can receive it. And every time it gets fixed, they would get a notification back. So they don't need a phone call, they don't need an email. It would automatically send something out, this complaint's been taken care of. Uh, at the end of the storm, we can put in how many hours our machines got added to that storm, our mileage on trucks, any salt or sand bulk equipment that we use during either projects or 
winter storms, flooding events, anything like that, we can run a report at the end and you have a full total of what we use during that storm. So whether it's FEMA money or county money reimbursements, whatever it may be, we'd be able to track it, run a report with graphs and anything that we would possibly need to go over. So I have a written proposal now just for budget time, but if anybody wants to look at it, look it over, I can email it over to you and you can take a look. The representative is very nice. We can set up a call. I'm sure he'd be. I'd be into that. Yeah. Okay. I can send it all over. But other than that, that's about it. Thank you, Rob. Mm -hmm. well, thank you, Rob, for having Joey and, and uh, Randy with those beans for us. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Quit a project. All right, so Looking good. That wraps up. So, all right, so we'll have to be a fourth item. Correct. 2024 Borough Council meeting days. We only have two, well, I won't say only, but two potential changes to the scheduling for next year that we've discussed today. Get feedback from everybody. One is that uh, the fact that elections come back on council next year, he has a professional conflict Thursday morning. So, when you spend council, we moved our workshops to Wednesday morning. I know I spoke to your colleague, I'm to speak for you, but he was fine with it. But um, the count, uh, because of that, you know, is it, uh, we want to see if anybody was opposed to switching our uh, uh, morning meetings, our committee meetings to, uh, to uh, Wednesday at 8.30, instead of Thursday at 8.30 to accommodate that. Otherwise, we'll be down one council member. No issue here. No. Good. Um, you have a, a list of the dates, but I, I, I kind of want to make a recommendation for you folks. I don't know how you feel about it, but in, in, in the regular meeting schedule, you folks and professionals are here for 15 minutes. Um, a lot of times, I think you can accomplish it in one meeting a month. And if you need two meetings a month, you can call one. You can always call, call the other one. Um, but you're paying the professionals for all, all coming here for those meetings and it, it's 10, you know, you're 15 minutes. And uh, in the summer you do the one meeting and it kind of works fine. And Chris and I were talking about it. I mean, it could be, uh, you, you would have the workshop now on a Wednesday and then the following Tuesday you would have the regular, the, the regularly scheduled meeting. Just a couple of quick questions. So one is there's a certain iteration of ordinances and approvals and things that are now going to get pushed in a couple of weeks. In general, does that cause a problem for the operation of the clerk and the administration? It doesn't cause a problem. It's just... It would be her problem. I, I don't... I, I, there's a drumbeat to the operating now we're going to beat half as often. And I understand that if we need a special meeting because of something significant, we can always call one. We did fine over the summer. But there's no concern about it, it reduced frequency, Chris. You, you, you know the only thing is if you need to get funding for something quickly, it might extend it, but you could do the special meeting and adopt a bond ordinance, you know. Yeah, no, so I mean, today's a good example of doing a special meeting. Yeah. So as long as it's not a regular occurrence, having special meetings, that kind of the purpose of it. But yeah, I'm not worse than the race. I'm just observing yeah, these. Well, I mean, it's an, interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting suggestion because it does reduce cost. Right? It's less demanding on people's schedule. Um, I will say personally, I'm disappointed that we have such low turnout of residents and interested parties coming to our meetings. I mean, if we go to council meetings in other towns, it's not like that uh, in general, and I do go to other council meetings. 
Um, because a lot of times when people come, that takes time. So 15 minutes would become an hour, which would not be unusual. And it's good to hear, for us to hear from residents or people that have concerns. But that's not the dynamic that we have in this town. So unfortunately, it is a very short meeting with very little feedback. In my opinion, as long as we're not messing up a rhythm that is of importance to the town, and we can call a special meeting if we need something, it seems reasonable. I mean, it just will save some costs. And, uh, more and more town, we did a little survey of it. A lot of towns that are only once a month. Yeah. Now, the work session is important, obviously. You know, that's, that's where we're discussing. I mean, again, if we do without that, you know, new meeting schedule, what if it doesn't work out, Change it. You can change it anytime, really. It becomes problematic, but it's not it's pretty Yeah, I think it's interesting. Joe mentioned the summer. An awful lot of towns are, are going with one meeting a month in the summer, and they're finding that that's all they really need. <laughs> it's true. It, it could also be looked at too, where when you were previously having other meetings, you could have your committee meetings, right? So there can be a lot of productive work being done from a committee standpoint. And well, that other Tuesday. Good idea. Um, we'll, we'll redo yeah, that. Here. Here. I, I think it's a good idea. Same. Good idea. Yeah, I'm good with that. I like the sounds of that. And one other thing too, we, we maintain a virtual, we maintain a virtual system here for our meetings. A lot of towns stop that, you know, and uh, I. I think back and forth, you're saying I could bring people in. Yeah, I think that's great to keep, you know, and some towns said for public comment, you have to come to the meeting, but we're, we're pretty, we're pretty loose with our, our yeah, public. We are pretty good here about that. So you have, you have two meetings a month still where people can come. And uh, that is not always, and, and you're one of the very few that are still virtual as far as I know. Almost everybody else has gone to in person and no virtual on it. Oh, Max, how so many times you got to keep it virtual for that overflow? <laughs> that always helps. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your consideration. Uh, Mayor, the 2024 summer business parking, no comments on it. We've got to keep our eye on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, open ended question here. How do we I, you know, you know, the church over the bridge, we, we, we've approached it in the past, Jack, and they, they weren't that receptive. Well, I can bring it up again, but uh, they were concerned about they just within a little framework, they've gotten a lot of a reasonable number of complaints from the neighbors about the activity at the church and the school and the parking lot. And I think they were afraid if they were to open it up for seabriders and for profit or anything that the uh, antagonism of the neighborhood would get worse. How many, how many business parking passes do we get out there? We did about 122 business parking passes. We made almost over $9,000 on those passes alone. And it's going to be a problem. I don't know how to solve it. It's no, not going to be addressed. Not, it's it's going to be addressed because I'm going to. We're going to be reviewing all the parking in the next few weeks. We've got to start ordering passes and get everything going. So I'm going to start ordering business passes. So it's something we definitely have to look at. Um, I don't know other towns that provide parking for their businesses the way we do. So that's another. Uh, I just, it's something we have to sit and someone has to make a hard decision 
Yes, it's not no. built the way a lot of towns are. You, you know, you, you, I've said it on many occasions. You go to Belmar, you go to Asper, you may have to park 10 blocks away, but there's a parking space. Yeah. We don't have 10 blocks here. What's the school lot situation? We're, We're using it right now. I don't know when that's going to end. It's up to uh, Rufetto, right? Yeah, he's got approvals. He's, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. So we could be losing a yep. ton of parking. That, that Church Street lot is going to be a, a heavy hit for us because not only do we have business, we let some of the residents park uh, there. Yep. We need that lot. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to find a way to. Um, so we're not solving it today, but I've asked Chris to keep it on yeah, every, the agendas. Every week. <laughs> and Rumson takes up parking away on Ward Street. They did they, they did one side now and things like that. They're, they're feeling the pinch, and they're going to feel the pinch when, when this summer. Maybe they should turn it into paid parking and then wall off. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing. Even if even if the, the the business the employees park in our lot, that's counterproductive. No, no. Even if they pay. Yeah. It's just taking it away from yeah. the beach, from the restaurants, from our businesses. It's an age-old problem. I was looking at a picture of Asbury, and it was in the '30s, and the number of cars was unbelievable. So nothing's really changed, right? People are coming here once the weather breaks. It's kind of hard to show people in. Uber for every employee. That's all for me, the next one. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know the answer on that one. I have this. All right, because okay. uh, Anthony Heather is next. Yeah, we might. Well, the next meeting is on the agenda. Okay, let me ask you a dumb question. Several times I had to deal with this business where I set up family rules, but we found a place for people to park, and 7 30 in the morning was a van pool. And I've done that several times successfully, and the employees like that because they didn't have to find their way into the town. So there was a rally point, and you just had a small bus or something to drive the people. Would we consider doing something like that? Where would you put it? Well, that's what we'd have to do. We would have to pursue where is such a spot. A location, and then an accompaniment to do it. Would it be like every hour? I mean, you could have a situation, not to belabor this, you could have a situation yeah. where we find a spot not that far away, and it's a bus that holds 30 people, right? And we have 20, and the start time roughly is the same for folks who are roundabout. And we have two buses run in the morning, two buses run in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. They do it at C Street, right? To move you yeah. from lot to lot. Sure. I mean, it's a very common solution to a Is that a continuum of C Street? Yeah. yeah C Street, if, if you get off those Atlantic Highlands in your car, Yeah. Well, we're going to, that's what this is about, we're going to have to figure something out, because we're going to have 125 plus well, I employees are cool, but I guess it's actually just their only option to try to park, but that could be an option to find a location, model feature, long range, or something like that. And this we're talking, we're talking about now for business workers, or we're talking about municipal employees now? Both. Both. Yeah, both. I mean, it works. It definitely works, but it's got its kinks. Okay, something to think about. No, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's a possible option. There. That's the only thing I can think of, unless we find another spot in Seabright available for a lease, but we're going to real estate. <laughs> <laughs>
Mom's the beach side streets, that's what we're talking about. Oh, they love that. <laughs> <laughs> they find another way to kill shit. Mutual aid. All right, so Heather, are you? Yeah, so I put something up on the screen. So I can just talk it to you high level. So essentially what this is is a 52-week calendar. So it goes from January all the way to December. And I've just been kind of building it this year based on the activity that we have going on. Um, and this keyboard is going a little crazy. So essentially up here you've got regular ongoing holidays, um, just general. And then what I did is then, then the borough actually starts you. You've got administration if there are certain days off, events that we're running here, um, DPW activities here, if there's anything from a police standpoint, EMS, beach, like paid parking starts or beach badges are for sale. It's just a way to kind of have the whole entire you know, municipality integrated at a bird's eye view so we can kind of understand when triggers need to happen and also talks about what needs to get posted on the website, what needs to be, get posted on the backlit sign, because currently right now, they're all done by different people. And so it might actually be helpful if there was some person who kind of managed this, not that it's their full-time job, but it's just something where they know everything is kind of connected and going on. This happens and before the Fireman's Fair starts, DPW goes out, you know, it's kind of, keeps that full bird's eye view. So I just pulled this together um, and it's been helpful for me. Um, and I've been working with Candace and Frank and <clears throat> on communication and trying to get things synced up. Sometimes we miss things because there's like three people that have to do one essential communication. So I, I think just from moving forward standpoint, it might be helpful if there's someone on the administration side who might want to or be interested in looking at something like this. Does it include the rec activity? It includes the rec activity. And then what I've also done is based on what's gone on in 2023, all the events for next year and the working date. You know, usually we come up with these a couple of weeks before the event. That's difficult from an organizational standpoint. It's difficult from an outreach communications standpoint to get it kind of featured on the radio, featured in press, or, or featured. We need like to be working months in advance. Um, so this also just gives people um, just a heads up of what's coming now. Uh, is yeah. it internal or it's open to the public too? Well, once we're, I mean, once everyone feels good about it, like if we were to send a, a New Year's letter, so Mayor, I don't know when, if we send a Q1 letter of yeah, some type, then we could also include, you know, put these dates down. Here are the running dates for the year. And you could begin to plug these things into the calendar. That's why it's great to be talking about the Fireman's Fair. Because if we're talking about May versus September, that's huge, right? That's a big decision, um, good conversation to have right right now. Um, so this is just, you know, we kind of essentially have all the, the major events lined up for next year, Easter egg hunt, it could be the, the 24th, Fireman's Fair, that's gonna get moved. Farmer's Market outside starts to come in May 29th, and so we've got the running list of events that everyone can kind of work towards and knows in advance. We had the car show, but that was pretty successful. Oh, great. Yeah. Do they, do they want to come back? Yes, they do. I have the car show here, and I remember you talking maybe a spring thing too. But right now we have it just as one for fall. Yeah, he he was at the uh, Christmas thing, and he grabbed me and he said he'd love to do two. Two. One in the spring, one in the fall. Yeah, exactly. So. And then maybe you would re envision what the fair turns into. I mean, it's not a big problem. My plate's full. But I, I know. I know. I know. I think. I think 
than be retooled. Yep. All right, wonderful. Make it happen. So, I, we just need um, a person who would be designated, you know, so we can talk about that. Um, not asking for more work, it looks like it, but it's honestly just aggregating kind of communication, and making sure all departments are operating. It could avoid some last minute confusion. I think it would. Which would be a benefit. It helps planning, right? It's more advanced. Um, so, that's just something I wanted to. Could it be like department oriented too, like uh, um, the wreaths go up the day after Thanksgiving, things like that? Absolutely. The day after Christmas, you start buying lights for next year, right? It's kind of that sort of in advance workflow. I think you'll like Rob's software. I know. I got very excited about that. You could tell, right? <laughs> I already Thank you. I appreciate it. Text my glove, similar to that. It, that's what I was wondering. It solves some problems, uh, right? It has that capability, yeah, but that, that is, I think we have three or four different pieces that are, have assets, right? He, what he talked about has capability. Heather has the, uh, I can never remember the name of what we're using in the back office here, but Edmonds, Edmonds has capability that we haven't looked at yet. I talked to Michelle about it. Um, and there's another vendor that was at the league. I mean, you know, th there's there's a number of them. I mean, yeah. you see in a lot of uh, websites where Port of Concern, which is a proprietary name for... What we'll do is we'll do what they typically do on Amazon. We'll list the option ones, and then what do they offer? You see similarities, we've got the best item, best price point. So with that, what we could also do is once we have a designated person, we can sit down in January with a des you know, the appropriate person from each department and just plug in Filming. and sit together and just think about what needs to happen in order to make these events or these elements as successful as possible to make sure all departments are completely integrated. That's all. Very great. Okay. That's that. Thanks. Great. Uh, does anybody else want to speak to the variety of Panthers or is that? Money's available. Rob, you were going to try to redo them. Let's make sure that's acceptable. Yeah, well, just check with the yeah. potential funding. Sure Maybe you could do <laughs> one right. and take it over and say, this yeah. is great. It was two things. One was the overall aesthetic, making sure it looks up, you know, kept. And then two was placement. And I don't have, like, where are the best places for these yeah. items? They're large, and they get some of them get in the way. Um, we talked a little bit about a hanging plant there, which is much more petite. Um, I don't know that those little stanchions that are on the poles can handle that, or is it a, that some other thing? Um, but it was our understanding, because I talked to the, to the vendor in the beginning. They said they would come and water and manicure and change them in the fall. Mm -hmm. There was no interaction required on our part, but we did lose paint, right? There's some chipping and whatever, and they need attention. We're, we're not to get off the subject, and I know we have a, a lot to go over, but the benches along the walkway are rusting and things like that. We've been trying to find different ways to do it. We called the manufacturer. They recommended, uh, what did you call it? Uh, truck bed liner. Truck bed liner. Yeah, truck bed liner paint on them. Uh, Rob's going to try one. Yeah, give it a shot. And then you also were going to try to go to some sort of uh, a synthetic different yeah. polyp and use our use our use the slats that are on there, but you 
put them all out. What we have in the Anchorage Park, the PVC side instead of the metal stands. This would be the perfect time to test it, right? We'll make it through the winter. Yeah. So yeah. over the winter, that's one of the jobs they're going to try. But the planners, I think we need to settle that in the, any new trash cans or things that. Yeah, that would be great. Come. May 15th, new trash yeah, cans at the there. entrances and everything. All right. All right, so uh, maybe a conversation about the, the mural for the record. Yeah, so we are waiting, we are waiting for one more um, submission, um, and the rec team just hasn't had another meeting since that's come through, so we're hoping to have one more meeting before the end of the year so we can um, review. But the idea would be in springtime um, to paint the probably south facing wall with the rest of it. Oh, it means okay. Yeah. Is there space there? Mm-hmm. It would be between windows and things like that. Mm-hmm. Heather, just a quick question. Um, competitive bids, is that what we're doing? We're going out for competitive bids? For mural? No, we have a we have a $15,000 kind of from the grant. So you said so you're waiting for some new design? It's, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's more uh, It's more who wants to. Those kind of things are uh, come under the EUS uh, designation extraordinary and unspecifiable service so you can just they're artistic in nature you could just get um, I guess my question is how did we notify people to submit something that was through um, Al Almanchenko gallery she helped and she went out and she got a bunch of artists um, to submit proposals for this artwork and who gets to pick the you yeah, I think the, the rec team's getting, we've got most of them. There's just one, a, a local artist who's done some signs for us. They just didn't have time, so we got his submission. So we'll come in with a recommendation from the rec team and then we'll present it. Right. All right. Just, these are all interior walls we're talking about. Now exterior. Exterior. So facing south. Mm -hmm. Did you give them any, any constraints, any specs, anything of what we're looking for? The building, uh, yeah, they got a brief. They got a brief. A brief. The building size, um, the fact that it's a community center and it's for the children, and people don't want to do it. If the council doesn't want to do it, we don't want to do it. But you did, you, you, I think maybe what you meant is, uh, I think it could be a, a, a I don't even want to call it sculpture, but something like that, or it could be a painting, or it could, I think you left it wide open. Wide open. Artists don't like to be. Okay, I'm just asking how many more fish. Me too. I, didn't, I had not heard anything about it. So I'm just trying to learn what we're doing. Okay. That's it. Just to bring some energy um, and liven up. I mean, it's a community center, so thinking it's a nice place to kind of make it feel. Yeah, we'll see what comes in. Yeah, yeah right. So, so it could be much, it could be more than a mural. It could be a statue, uh, sculpture work, that sort of thing. Could be. I haven't seen sculpture. I've just seen kind of art, like painting the mural, like billboardish. Yeah, there's a bit of a limited budget there, so we're going to have. Uh, <laughs> we have a seahorse. We're building racks. I mean, the canvas is pretty small. Did, did we look? I know there was discussion about trying to make that tower look like a lighthouse. Is, is that part of this conversation? If an artist thinks it should be a lighthouse, it will be a lighthouse. If you, uh, I just noticed it because I am unsure you all drive that way. When you 
uh, leave Monmouth Beach, go the, as soon as you get into Long Branch on the on the right, there's a little park, yeah. and they put up a, a metal. Yeah. They're work, it, I, it must be a volunteer group because you see them there all the time, mm -hmm. working on it. It's so I mean, it could be anything. Right? Yeah, it could be anything. I mean, I, I think when you drive into Seabright and you see the signs when you come in north or south, it's just a really nice statement when you see the Seabright wall on Bungalow Road, people are constantly taking oh, pictures from there. I mean, there's, um, with more developments going in, I think the idea of having just culture is a nice element to bring into Seabright. And it's, again, everyone's choice here. Once you see everything, if you decide something you don't want to do, you don't have to do it. Sounds good. Just outside here, there's two metal. Yeah. They'd be painted or something in the, uh, the solid rust. We talked about it, but it's there was patina. some aesthetic to being rusty. It's patina. Yeah, yeah it's patina. I think it's supposed to be. We pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also have the seahorse. The seahorse is in the public works building that came with that. We should put the seahorse by the playground. Somewhere. That seems like a nice we have, thing. I think we talked about having it right outside of, the, of this building, building something out off of the the ramp and just setting it in the center. Well, Rob, you want to think you were around them, but uh, it never it never transpired. That's up to you guys, but we thought like right out from here uh, get together. Is it Eventide? Does a nice job every summer with that seahorse they have in the parking lot. They paint it, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's nice. So just so I can answer people's questions, these are designed to be left in the natural state. Left, yeah. Doesn't mean it couldn't be painted. Every year. Maybe it's the rubberized truck uh, line. All right, so uh, okay. next topic, same building, different topic. Different topic. So, nine, nine and 10 are probably we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, I'll talk them all together. So um, in that back room, there are these really cool light tables and chairs. And right now, the community center has these very heavy tables and heavy chairs that the seniors are using. So as we've said, the seniors are absolutely welcome to stay in the community center. But once we start opening up the, the rec room for open gym nights, it's very difficult to move those tables around and get them back. What's currently in that back closet would be amazing to have in the game room. So easy to Exactly. Yeah, they fold. They're these and those with like a fabric on them. So they would be unbelievable to have over in the rec center because it's so much easier to move in and out and get everything kind of set up. So that would be an ask if we could get those, use those tables and chairs. We're not using them and they could come back and forth. And we could yes. We bought them for the use of this built, this room, but we've never come up with a plan to uh, rent this out. I have a question. I understand that the seniors are very reluctant to come over here. Yeah. Right? But with the right uh, set of circumstances, yes. they may yes. just get there. Yes. Is it your vision that we ultimately would prefer to have them out of there and have that area dedicated to gaming, playing, and stuff like that? So the ability for to have maximum amount of gaming and playing is to have maximum amount of volunteers. It is a volunteer center. We need people there. We're not going to be staffing and paying people to run the community center. That's not where we are right now. So it's going to be, it'll take time to build up that sort of number of, of volunteers. 
Um, so right now it's really not that big a deal for the seniors to be in there two nights, two afternoons a month. Because kids are in school, it really doesn't affect it. Um, so we can work with it. And also connected to that is um, your old office. We could also make that the seniors room where they could be in that office so you don't have to worry about moving anything. They could come in and always use that back room. We would just need to really, we need to go into the, the community center and figure out what no longer needs to be there. What can be moved upstairs to the attic? There is actually a ton of room yeah. in the attic and then what needs to be shredded? So I think there needs to be a good old like. Our only concern about the attic is that uh, um, we tried to get everything out of there because we don't have a lot of space in our building and a lot of times the, the staff has to go over there and I really didn't want somebody up there by themselves. Well, they don't have to be by themselves. They could always have, I mean, how often do they go over there? I don't, maybe I think this Karen's is, worried. we go over there a lot okay. <laughs> for Oprah requests and things like that. Okay. So the room you're talking about is the one where the file cabinets are back Yeah, where the water intrusion is. Yeah, I mean, the room needs to be cleaned. It up needs to be regardless. cleaned, and I think we need to do a really we good. We tore the walls open because of the mold and everything that was in there. But Heather, just one quick thing: when I first got on council, I did a comprehensive review of shreddability of data, mm -hmm. right? Because we really wanted yeah. to do it. Yeah. And, and what we kind of found is you can always find a little bit, but Michelle does an outstanding job, I believe, right. of maintaining what we have to maintain and electronic everything else. So I don't think that there's a massive amount of space there. I, I just think, you know, what's the longer-term vision of what we want to have happen there? Do we want that to be strictly a rec center and the seniors come over here? This reminds me of the movie Office Space, if you remember. You know, just make it smaller Don't take my stapler. It's mine. Yeah, eventually, what's going to happen is people are going to say this is becoming untenable maybe, right? It's hard to change one more than our or whatever the case may be. But if the long-term approach is to do this and build out the rec center, to me, you know, find a way to get there. Right. And I, I, some of the files are permanent. That, that's the problem. Yeah. Tims are permanent, canvases are permanent. That's what's in there. Well, I'm proposing giving up the area completely where the pool tables are. And John, go, John goes to seniors, I talk to the seniors. I know that you know, they're gonna have challenges with it, but half that group would love to be in this room. Yeah. There's one or two people who wouldn't. Right, I know. So how do we fix that and, and have it moving, rather than dragging tables around and squeezing stuff and having DPW clean it up because it's, it's flipping to something else, is there a longer view of what we want, and then how do we make that happen? Yeah. The seniors didn't like this room at the beginning. They came in when it was very loud. The, the, like, they, these have helped. It's still a loud room, but they and haven't been back. Out, they haven't been back since we've done that. So maybe we. Uh, yeah, how can we pass them in here? Let's have a pizza party. Wait a minute. I swear, yeah, they just have a pizza. We'll have the holiday party here, right? For them, the seniors party. We could do that. Yeah, let's do that. The catered. Party here. It'll be nice Introduce them. Here. Yeah, put a couple of carpets out. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be looking at that? You uh, might make a bingo number. The last thing I don't want to do, no offense, is go back to the old floor. I guess. I guess the question is, do you want? Do you want to move it in that direction? Do this, we want to move it in that direction? I think so. I think we need to look at our is the historical using that other back room as well. There's that old back room that's at Chris's office. Yeah. So there is space there. Well, there's files, and that's where Michelle's shredding. No, 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 no. The one that's on Ocean Avenue. So you, you, when you're in the historical, there's a doorway, and then where they Chris use that. used to sit. That's going to be a hurricane that's that's used. Is it? Yeah. Unless mm -hmm. someone wants to, yeah. I don't and know. also, just um, 
the stuff that's in that other file room that says shred. Yeah. When that gets shred, there's probably going to be new More files that, that come in. That makes sense. That need to be shred like yeah. in a year or two. Do the shred, does that need to be there or can it be elevated in the DPW? There's other options, right? Yeah. So I think. Especially the shred. Seniors is one conversation. It's really how do we get the building to be utilized? That's because right. one of the things that happens is you'll be able to rent that building right, for parties, events, yeah. and so we need it to be really reviewed and open up that office, to this old office. And, and it needs to be easy, because it needs to be easy. I have to tell you, that's my concern. You have, uh, uh, you have the, the uh, farmer's market in there, mm -hmm. and public works is out of here at three o'clock, and then the next morning, starting early, is pickleball, you know, it's got to be cleaned. It's got to be easy. Well, we also talk about we, we get a $250 or whatever security deposit, you know, so it's clean and it's clean. Nobody checks that. Yeah, it's a pandemic floor. I mean, the great thing is we have a success story. Yes. Right? And how do we make it as functional and easy and to operate as possible so it doesn't have to be reverted back all the time? It's optimized for its intended use. Mm -hmm. And rather than dragging tables out of there and put them over there, I mean, John goes to the seniors meeting, I go to every other one, I'd be happy to try to influence them out of there. I think it's enticing. I don't, I mean, seriously, I think that's just a Right here, have a party here. Have a party, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe there's a problem. Well, the elevator's a great, that's a great piece, right? For yep. right, well, so they, they meet next week, they think, so we'll influence them. Well, we need to have the holiday party for them, too, right? So, do you want to work on that with your committee? The rec committee? Yeah, the the yeah, party? no, not just, I mean, everything. We're going over the top she's covered. Well, I don't know how to move. How do I? How do we clean out? I think I need. It's an administration piece where we're cleaning. I can't move files out of. We're not talking about that space yet. We're talking about the area where the scene is made. Okay. That big file area is a whole other story. Well, that needs to be addressed. That's yeah, but right now, right now. we started with removing tables instead of the ones that are there. I'm just saying, get that senior meeting out of there completely. Yeah, and you guys are going to work on convincing the seniors. Senior We're going to try to, yeah. We're going to try to. But that meeting, <laughs> I'm not touching that. No, I get that. I get that. But the, meeting, the room that you just asked about is filled with file cabinets that we have to figure out how to way fix. And by the way, it's got to be remediated because we ripped the walls open because they were soaking wet before we came to the place. Yeah, we haven't closed the wall. So in my mind, step one is we want the rec center to be a dedicated rec center. We don't want the seniors in there if we can avoid it. So we have to get them out of there. Then you can get them on the pool table or whatever it is you want to get. What are you making the face about? No, it's, it's just funny. It's the presentation. Yeah, it is. It's pretty. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll give it I'm a try. And the, and the last, but not the last one. Just so I'm clear. I'm not telling the seniors that they have to move out of the rec center. No, I started with what would you okay. like to have happen? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell them that Heather wants you out of there. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're coming to the meeting. Heather said. <laughs> I think next Wednesday they have a, a regular bingo. I'll, I, I have it on Wednesday. Yeah, they do on Wednesday, and the holiday meeting is when Adelina can go. And yeah, because Adelina. How is Adelina? Oh, so the holiday party is not until after? No, I just found that out yesterday, which is a whole other issue on sorting out the contribution to their Christmas gift. And, and we're getting different answers from different I've got places. an email from Christy saying. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's different than what Joe said. 
So we got to sort that out. Okay. I think we're going to win a ball. We'll take Charmant Isis in here. We're going to come back in. Okay. And then the farmer's market, it's going well. The only thing Don and I were talking about, I believe we ought to require them to get a uh, a moving blanket for under for the tables. For under the tables, that's fine. Like John said, you get it at Harvard Free for $10. Yeah. They'll yeah, I mean, and that's for us when I say we don't want to. They know. They, they're, they're very aware that if anything happens, that they, you know, that opportunity is no longer there. So they take it very seriously and they yeah. sweep and they clean up. The last time they did it, you went in and you were like, you couldn't even tell that anyone was even in there. I'm just worried about the scratching, not, yeah. unintentional, not dropping the coffee or that's right, right. But I think also just knowing from a regular maintenance standpoint, like the guy who did the floors before anything, he said you need to maintain it every two years. That's just normal wear, right? So then we should plan to have the floors maintained. We'll, we'll, 20 let's get with Don and talk to him yeah. to have that guy come back. How can we get the word to the farmer's market, though, that we want him to put something down? I write Jen. Oh, okay. She doesn't. Great. Yeah, they're cheap. How many tables do we typically? It depends on the vendor. I mean, how many vendors? Yesterday there was what? One, two, three, four, five. The farmer has the most, probably ten tables. So if we bought a dozen blankets, it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. They literally run them on sale for yeah. like six ninety nine. If we look. And so there are a bunch of people from Fairhaven, Highlands, Atlantic Highlands. So we are starting to pull people in from multiple areas. So if anyone can spread more word, it's yeah. So anything, and but we wanted to just formalize it here that it, everyone's aware it's going to be on a weekly basis. Farmers market on Wednesdays. Yeah, the key is we want to get the blankets. We don't want yeah. to keep having, and then we say, "Whoops, we hurt the floor. We should have, would have, could have." Um, should we go buy them and charge them ten bucks or whatever it is? Yeah. And so they don't have to go there. Okay, keep them. Maybe yeah, we could do that. It's right. It'll be standard, but get all the same yeah, color. Yeah, absolutely. Or and you set the uh, specific hours every Wednesday? Every Wednesday from 12 to 6. Do they do their own advertisements? They do. The woman who runs it, here, here, she's got 16,000 emails. She sends it out on blast. I mean, I've written the Two River Times. I've invited Lori Draws from Mammoth Journal to come over to take a look at the farmer's market and the historical society. So just trying to get kind of more communication out there. Because the more people who come, the more vendors you'll get. Like just, it just, and then more people you get into the rec center, which becomes, oh, look at this space. You mean I can rent it? You know, it has so many yeah. benefits yeah. that it's just a great way to kind of bring people in and it just gets more energy in there. Heather, so. just a quick question. One of the concerns I always have is liability and what happens if somebody falls on something. Um, when the market is done for the day, is somebody on the marketing responsible to sweep the floor? Jen, who here, here, she runs it, she sweeps everything. Oh, she does. Mm -hmm. So she has the obligation to yeah. make sure there's no leftovers. Yeah. Well, she asked us, was can we get her the better cleaning supplies? Yeah, we, the stuff we have is dated, but she takes care of it. It's that old big thing. Think it's a real thing. wide mop. I think it's like 20 years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Frank <laughs> told me he had one when he was at Brookdale to do the gym floors, he said it was spectacular. He's it. looking for the, he was looking at where he got it. I think the only other thing is the, the key lock. We were trying to work on that. So what we talked about, the chief had uh, some quotes, but they were expensive. The one that I looked at was really cheap. So how do we need to, what do we need to do to get the pad lock done? Here, but, uh, yeah, I think what we need to do is have Tom Hanky look at both of them. 
because they're fire push bars and everything. Yeah. So I'll have Tom tell us what we have to do to get that and be compliant. I'd rather, I hope you can say the $300. But, uh, but there's some problem with the fire exits. That, well, uh, the, the one I looked at accommodates the fire exits, but it, what it, you have to hit a button, right? right? It says push to exit. Now, if that's an issue, could be, right? Oh, it's because fine. technically, the the push thing is going to open that door no matter what, <coughs> right? The latch is already open at that point. Does it require power? There is power to the left side, so it, 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 there is an outlet there and all of that stuff. That's nothing. Yeah, oh, we also need to move the bell. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll ask Tom to start the process. And that. that's an efficiency piece, right? Because right now the police have to go in and open yoga, open. We're open a couple times a day. And yeah. Sometimes we are not on time. I know they are. I get texts. Some of them are phone calls, what? and yoga is they not the way. We looked at some mechanisms, and they are. This is not the best use of your time. The frames, the door has to be yep. changed. That's a big to do. It's a big there. to do, but it will relieve you of a responsibility that you should not be. No, we don't want to do stuff. We're just no. not getting it on time. Right. Wait. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Now I'll work with you just to give a complete presentation to the chair of everything that's going on there, just so they're aware. In case, as Beryl mentioned, somebody takes a tumble, at least it's on record what we've done, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they ought to know. I mean, but it's not uncommon. You know. I think it's a community center, right? There's everybody's yeah. the youth center. Just wall. have it down though, on paper. This is what we're doing. So okay. They can't come in and say. And there are paid pass. clinics coming in now too, right? So mm -hmm. come January, there are two paid soccer clinics coming in. Don's got that for Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's why the farmers market had to move to Wednesday. So there's activity coming in there. So you thank know, you for setting it up. We're getting a lot of requests. We got a wrestling request. I don't know where you do it with the mats then, though. That actually, if we can find a mat, like you do for a pool, you know when you put the liner over and it's connected on a like roll, and then you just roll it out and you roll it back. Well, it's big. It takes up a lot of space. But it depends on if you want to maximize the use of the space. Yeah. Uh, it should be a self-funded center, right? So we, you need we a talked about in January to start even pickleball or things like that, five bucks or something, something to, to to maintenance for maintenance and cleaning. Yep. You want to uh, solid waste ordinance? Solid waste ordinance. John uh, took a look at it. I took a look at it. Chris got us some examples. We it's a we ran into a problem with someone putting out so much bulk, and the police. Thing and went over to him, and, he, and he, he's mad because he went into our ordinance and there's no number. He said, it doesn't say I can only put out it. The ordinance says you put out your stuff on Thursday. That's all. We got wall townships, we got long branches, we got bricks. They all have a, a number. Now, so, we need a number. Yeah, it was for items. Well, what happens is we have rentals, right? And the, the renter leaves, that and all their right. stuff is on the curb. Yeah. And it depends on which stuff they had. Right. Some of them just clean the whole place out, and it's just too much. The, the, the sanitation some, company some says, towns, I, I stop there, and my truck's full. Yeah. I can't get the rest of your can. Some towns say that if you're doing that, you need to get your own container. Right? This is for regular general public. 
I mean, I was talking to Brian about it. I mean, if you want to get rid of, uh, uh, you're redoing a room, a bedroom, you know, you're going to have a box, bring in mattress, you're going to have a bureau, you're going to have a night table. That's four pieces. Maybe you say five. Yeah, I, I would think something not too restrictive. I can see making some guidance in there, but something too restrictive. Okay. I don't know. There, you know, that's that's all subjective. I just think that there's there's there's, there's the real a, issue is whether the truck can finish the town after it picks that yeah. one up. What was happening though too with the cross streets we're talking about wasn't the fact it was the fact that he kept saying, "Well, this isn't from my apartment. Someone's just driving over dumping it here." Yeah. Well, no, no one's dumping it. So we were getting it more, it was more of, it's not my stuff, not for my building. Like, well, yes it is, these people just moved out, that's their stuff. Like, people from the, people are just dumping it on my property, no they're not. So that's more of a problem. And it may help itself when those eight homes are built, but they're not going to be able to put it out in front of those. Okay. Yeah. Hey, John, do you want to make some no suggestions at the next meeting? Yeah. Joe, is there anything to find in the ordinance right now on limitation which you can put out? No. No. There's zero. Says one Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. We, we changed the other ordinance to limit the number of containers. Right, we all know in other towns they do put limitations on what you can put out, and if you put a certain thing out, you have to come into the town and pay a fee for it. White goods. It's a little bit complicated with the trash department. That's already in place, though. We do. We have yeah, white goods in place. Yeah, yeah. But they have to pay a fee. So we just need to quantify what we allow on both day. Yeah, all right, fair enough. enough. And it's just limiting the number. It, it still doesn't mean he put, don't put it out. Yeah. But at but least now you have a leg to stand on and say, no. Yeah. So we don't want somebody renovating it. Just leave it there for next Thursday. Exactly. Well, my view was if the truck went to your house and picked up two, and your house and picked up two, and yours, it's You're the full. same amount. It's not like a whole area empties out. Yeah. But we're trying to work with the collector, too. Right? He's got it. The good news is it's going to be in front of the person's house. Figure out who it is. All right. Next one is the noise ordinance. Right, I'm going to ask you to talk about that. I did get a call from uh, uh, Mark Lexstein about it. Um, Mark was always passionate about this. Wait, we got a call from Mark Lexstein. Yeah. <laughs> he told me he spoke with I got a call from you. You were rich. I don't know. Spoke to Rich. He feels that we ought to appeal the decision. I think. I mean, well, really a decision you can make in January and I think Mark can express to you what he feels on. I, I don't think, I don't want to take it upon myself to tell you now what Mark thinks. You don't have to make a decision now because there has been no final order. There's, there's a decision. Um, the other side has agreed to drop all of their other claims in the lawsuit. So we said that's fine with us, obviously. Let's put an end to it. So they're going to prepare an order. Once that order gets filed, you have 45 days to decide what to do with it. So that's not going to happen until around the end of the year at the earliest by the time they get it to us. So you'll have the opportunity in January to, to have a discussion, and Mark can, you know, can make his case at that point. It's going to be up to the council. We're not, we're not recommending that you. Appeal. I think there's probably easier ways to deal with it than okay. I try to take it on appeal, but that's up, it's up to the council. Thank you. Yeah, I said we'll get a model of regional health commission and go to the county. So we, we're not subject to model of regional health. Either way, then, like I said, we have time. We can hear him out. Joe, are there, are there two subjects here? One is do we want to modify resisting ordinance? And the 
second that is being talked about, I guess, that I don't know much about is an ongoing litigation around the prior case. Are there two well, different the, subjects? The existing ordinance is, is really what you call a, a noise nuisance ordinance. Okay. In, in New Jersey, a noise ordinance uh, has to conform with DEP regulations, which means if you want a noise ordinance, you have to adopt an ordinance that's a model ordinance in the state, and that's based on decibel readings. Right. The only way you can enforce it is to have certified decibel meters with certified operators. You certified? She, she's holding Myself and Chad were certified probably 15, 15 years ago. You want to take that responsibility back, Chad? And I will tell you, it's awful. It's, it wasn't easy on us. It wasn't e it, It's something I wouldn't recommend again. It's not an easy thing to do. It was terrible. And it's, it's very rarely used in my experience. And I'll give you an example where it is used, and it's, and it's used for a very specific purpose. Uh, Seeger introduced an ordinance, a noise ordinance. The only place they use it is at the parking lot. Okay. It, it was an objective way to go stand at the nearest property line and determine whether or not the noise from the parking house exceeded the permissible levels under the state regulations. It's very rare that you see towns use it as a noise ordinance. The other kind of ordinance, which is the one that we had, is, is referred to as a noise nuisance ordinance. So it, it tries to set up some verbal standard to explain what it is that's a nuisance. Okay. Very, always very difficult to enforce, always. And when challenged substantively, always a difficult ordinance to support, there are examples of, of how you can do that. In, in, in our case, the judge's decision was that you can't enforce your ordinance because it's preempted by the Regional Health Commission. Neither Rich Ackley or I agree with that. Um, I know that Mark doesn't either, based on what he told Rich. Do we want to take an appeal? I, I, I don't think so, because I don't see the point of spending the money. You can, you can either leave the Regional Health Commission and go to the county, you can ask the Regional Health Commission to change its ordinance, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Or if you have a real issue someplace, you can do a noise ordinance. And my understanding is we haven't really had noise complaints in years. Yeah. Right? And I mean, this, doesn't the whole doesn't thing was done as a result of complaints from one place and essentially from one person. I mean, that's why the ordinance. But I think you want to protect for the future, right? So, like, Rory's. That. So I, I can tell you, in our, most of our noise complaints come from, they're, they're pretty simple. The music is on after 10 o'clock yeah. at night. Can you guys go shut the music down? No problem. This guy has his weed walker at 6 o'clock in the morning. He can't have it till 7. Can you please turn off till 7? It, it's not really an issue. It's pretty easy. It, it's enforceable. It's, it's easy to do. It's black and white, right in our ordinance, down times, locations, construction noise, emergency, uh, audible music, non-audible music. The complaints that we have, they're really, the past six months, they're not heavy lifts for us. They're pretty easy to handle. And so it's my understanding that the, the noise ordinance that utilizes decibels is only for amplified. For actual voice. Only for amplified voice. So it wouldn't work at Tommy's at the time because they didn't have it amplified. It was just so many people. It was crowd noise. Crowd noise that were in the back that upset the Nautilus and, and you know, 
cornhole and everything else, you know, people drinking. Farmhouse, it's music, it's, it's, uh, it's the band, what does the band sound like? Right, so that, would, not that that's easier, but that's really yeah. definable. Ours was, it's, our it's, it's were a discussion not. you really don't need to have now, and I know, I know, I know you're gonna have it, anyway. <laughs> I've, already been, I've already been told Our first that discussion will be held in January, so why do it twice? I agree with you. That's my job. At the end, I said it is. It would be too much fun to do it twice. I don't think I need borough fees. Chris, you, you put that on for the, it's going to be at the reorg meeting? Yeah, those um, fees go on the annual reorg meeting. If you want to change anything, that would be the time to speak up. Are we going to change any? Wasn't there a price that we changed? We changed, no, we changed the, the uh, beach, beach, beach badges. Beach fee for preseason sales went from 50 to 75. But we, uh, we haven't really changed other fees in a while, in a long time. I don't know that they need to be changed. I'm just saying. Right. Chris said if you I just want. remember hearing something about the you know, stuff. I think I picked up my beach badges in <laughs> yeah, I think we left everything else alone except we went from 50 to 75. I, I think we purchase. did. Yeah. Um, each badge donation request. That's on here because we spoke about it a few months ago. Yeah. If you want to make any restrictions on, I mean, we just got in this batch um, a request from a Sayreville organization. I mean, they're coming in from all over the place, so. Yeah, do we want to limit it to Monmouth County groups and organizations? I mean, Sarah is a stretch. Maybe we're their beach, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is Sarah's. Chris, how many do you think reasonably we should assume we're going to for? If you had to just guess. Yeah, how many last 12, year? 40? This year? 40. 40. 30 so, to 40, maybe. Yeah, we had some limited discussion about this, and I think we kind of said, um, let it go this year. Mm -hmm. Right, but we're going to put something in place that has a framework that basically says we're open to this, we understand the benefit, and we're going to cap it at 25. I'm making the number, whatever the council decides. First come, first serve. Mm -hmm. Right? Because but then, but then well, I don't really like that. Because because the merit like we have the SPCA we do every year. That's in the fall, so they don't usually ask us until later in the year for their event. But we like to give it to them. And then library fundraiser needs a couple. I mean, 40 will be to 60. Mm -hmm. Or we just say 40. Every year it goes up, I'll yeah. say that. So is there a point where we say, okay, that we gotta cut it off some? I, I, and it's really not even a, it's it's more principle-oriented, I think, than yeah, It doesn't cost us. No, so I understand that. Right. I get that. And you don't know that they're actually gonna use them. I, I knew people that bought ones every year, and they sat on the table. They never used them. Yeah, plus when people come, they hopefully spend money across the street and stuff like that. So it's not, it doesn't cost us anything, I get that, and they park. But it felt like it was getting a little bit far-reaching for yeah. what you normally want to do. Like the Sarahville organization, probably a nice organization, but it just sat, sounded more. Maybe probably we should bought it. Do you, what have they done? Do you want to just sit down yeah. and look at, yeah. Yeah. What they to look at those kinds of donations before? And hey, hey, Chris, they haven't been joking Maybe you look at what you've gotten and you bring it <coughs> forward to us. I mean, Joe just said something which made a lot of sense to me. Monmouth County, right? I don't know if of the 40, 12 of them outside of Monmouth County. But is there a filter? Is there nonprofit? Is there church? I'm making this up. 
is there some filter that we would want to apply that, that that school would get them? And I don't know what that answer is because Ford will become six, will become eight. I mean, they're all nonprofits. Yeah, I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't know the list. I'm just saying maybe you looking at the list could say, here's a thought. Let's filter in this way. Okay. <laughs> well, they're all nonprofits. Do you want to make it Monmouth County? I mean, it's. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. We could give it a number and start with the number if we want to make 50 and then say we don't, you know. Okay. But so how I'm would we do that? Would we have to do a resolution or ordinance? Like, how would we make our rules? Why don't you let me send you a little something? Okay. <laughs> and I'll talk to you about it and figure out what is that. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, but in the meantime, do you want to approve So the movie, filming for the space next door here, I guess the question is, how, do, how long is it for? When is it? It's for two days, I think. January 11th and 12th, I believe. So it's coming up next month. So is, is the main question is how much to rent it for? Well, we can charge them a fee they're willing to pay, but um, I don't know. We were talking, I said five, um, maybe $2,500. Well, the, the last crew that came in was very generous, right? Yeah. But they used, they were filming here also. They weren't. They're just parking here? Like yeah, they overnight. somewhere else? In Monmouth Beach. Oh. But we have a nice big parking lot. How many spots are in Peninsula? It's going to be big trucks and It says the 10th through the 12th on their email. I don't Chief says 25 is fair. Okay. Yeah, we're working on that, right? Yeah. And we'll evaluate it going forward. I know you're taking the lead on this whole issue about film writing in Jersey thing. And you, as you said, there's no workshop until later, right. so we're kind of on hiding right now. Right. Down the road, that would be something that yeah. we would deal with here. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't apply yet. Right. I, I think something that's going to try to bring up here. Okay. Okay. For the two groups. What do you mean you have closed? No. I you guys. Uh, for next okay. week, Roger's going to have a okay. resolution. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know how much it is. I need one of you guys to do it. Yeah, that's right. We, we don't really know the scope. If they brought 100 vehicles, it's a deal. If they brought five, right. you gouge them. Are you asking how many vehicles? They said about 70. That's a lot. 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 I have some issues on the details, but moving, we can move forward with the resolution. Okay, so there is an executive session occurred there right now? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, well, with that being said, thanks for a successful meeting there. We're going to go to executive session. As always, no action to take afterwards. So this is essentially the end of the public session. Thanks for coming out. And uh, with that being said, this is a motion for a closed session. So,
Yes. 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 Yes.